and welcome to another Isolated Incidents podcast. Today I am joined by the Estevans. Now they are one of the bands that were unlucky enough to be on tour at the time of the of the pandemic and as a result they did play some of their tour dates but I've had to postpone a lot of them so they had a lot of frustrations to talk about but clearly the mood has lifted in the Estevans camp since then because this is probably the funniest episode that I've had so far. They were in really good uh, spirits. I spoke to Oscar and Ollie and we had a great laugh and thanks very much to, to the two of them for doing that. There will be episodes coming out very soon so keep an eye on our social medias. Until then, enjoy this one. Guys, thank you very much for uh, joining me. First of all, just what have you guys been up to uh, sort of like with the band to keep yourself entertained during these times? Um, well, writing is you know, the first thing that everyone's been doing. But um, we are kind of in a, not in a sticky situation, but we don't have any like, posh software or anything like that. So I know a lot of bands find it fairly easy to kind of get stuff down, but we have to use GarageBand. Which is a bit on our phones, a, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a pain yeah. in the ass, and it doesn't always come out the way that you want it to. Um, but I don't know. Our philosophy at the moment is is quantity, not quality. So like, we're just trying to get as many ideas down as possible and kind of just move on from them. And then when we can actually finally get in a room together, we'll we'll look at what we can't with, you know, during this period and um, and go through it. I suppose it's, I don't know. We just got to kind of do what we can, and this is all we can do, really. Um, yeah, no, it's been good though because yeah. a lot of stuff like what well, we've got at the moment probably about seven like seven songs down. Not none of them we'd say are finished, but like there's a lot of stuff. As soon as we've uh, as this whole nonsense is over, then um, we'll go straight into like a room and then we'll hopefully like get at least four pretty pretty good songs out of it. So yeah, in some yeah. ways it's, it's been positive. Okay, what's the Sorry, Nigel. Uh, no, it's obviously, uh, well, that is the only positive I can really think of. Oh, we had to cancel a load of dates and reschedule or whatever, but yeah. Right, I mean, I, I'm front. hoping when the gigs do come, you know, back, they come back in full force and like people are, are, are excited to go. But I could also see it going the other way when, you know, if it's big gigs or small gigs, people will probably be, I mean, maybe you're not kids, but like, just you know the general public might be uh a little bit hesitant to go out and get involved in crowds and stuff like that i don't know um, i think you'd be surprised everyone's gonna just want to get out and just go have a good time as soon as this this is all over well no not everyone i mean that would be, that would be what we're gonna do i know that but like um, yeah. maybe it'd be harder to get as many people to gigs who the fuck knows must be grateful though for that right in time because uh you know this is affording you a sort of a tranquility, I guess, to, to write in that you wouldn't normally have. And then when this period's over, you're just going to be ready to bust out the blocks and all these ideas that you said you come up with, they're just sort of ideas at the moment, but you'll have so much to do when when, when you can do it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we're trying to hit the ground running, if, if we can. That's kind of the aim. Um, but I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens because it's such a new way of doing it. And I'm assuming every everyone's doing it like this. Um, it might work and we might find a better way of doing writing in the future you know what I mean Just talk to me a little bit about the, the cancelled gigs and how frustrating that's been Well we were on a like some 20 to 30 kind of like sporadic tour over uh, February and March and then oh God my memory's shot uh, we got to about was it March 
and it all started everything started yeah, getting cancelled like we played like i think first yeah early march and then the rest i think we got like eight gigs cancelled or i think some of them have been re- uh, are being rearranged we keep it on the hush or whatever but um yeah it's just annoying because also it's like well it's good fun and there's people that obviously bought tickets wanted to go to these gigs but it well i don't know it's just made made it well we're lucky because i know well we know a lot of bands who obviously had way bigger tours coming up around this time and they're all just completely cancelled and yeah at least we got probably about 20 gigs done and yeah we got most of ours out of the way and you do have um stuff rescheduled already so it's got to be good to know that there will be something there for you when you come out like um you're back you're out rewired uh one with with this feeling once uh once normality resumes again that's scheduled in for sort of early august yeah, yeah, looking forward to that, and hopefully, it still goes ahead. Because again, who the who the fuck knows what's going to happen in the next upcoming yeah. week? You got to plan for these things like two guys, like you. But yeah, that should be good because that'll be that'll be it's in like a three hundred and fifty cat room or something, and it'll be. It, I think it's Is almost it? pretty much sold out. If, I'm, if I've heard correctly, uh, yeah, I think, I think London is otherwise. Yeah. Oh, I, oh mate, I'm not too sure to be honest. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and we've got a few good. more gigs like that have been, you know, pushed back to the end of the year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think we can disclose what they are. But um, yeah, they're big ones, like for us anyway. They're We're like coming to the city new year. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. But just have to wait. And you've got the um, rescheduled date with the escapades as well. That's on my birthday, twenty second of August. That says. Uh, in Newcastle, uh, we'll come down. I will. Uh, how, yeah, good, good. <laughs> how do you find uh, the supporting dates uh, in comparison to like you've done a bits and bobs of a headline tour now? Um, they can actually okay. oh, go ahead, Oscar. Go, mate. go ahead. No, you oh. go. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, they can actually be pretty, uh, pretty good. Uh, we can, well, we can just steal whoever fans. <laughs> no, but um, well, they. Just give the new exposure, really, because more than not, you, we've done a lot of gigs where obviously there aren't many people there, but you play all these gigs, and it, if you can just win maybe like a handful of people over each night, then it, it's made made it all worth it. Because I guess they go and tell their friends, or oh, sort of pretty good band, and then maybe when you come back to that that town or wherever, they'll, they'll come and bring their friends, and then you know, what I mean, it was, it's all building building the wall. <laughs> yeah, but in comparison to headlines. It, they are very different, although it's kind of the same song we're playing and it's the same thing going on on stage. It's just like a different air in the room, I suppose, because it's yeah. your show and, and you kind of know that it's going to go off, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like, with, with um, like you said earlier, like with, with support slots, it's a lot of just winning over people. And it's kind of hard work in a way because a lot of the time you're playing to people with their arms folded and you can tell that they're judging you. But that's kind of. You know, that's what you got to get through. Um, and we supported a band called October Drift in February, I'm pretty sure. They were really nice guys and they're a bit older than us, about 10 years older than us. And they were giving us a lot of, of, of advice. And one of the pieces of advice they gave us, which I've been banging on about in pretty much every interview we've done since, is if you can't play to no one, you can't play to anyone. And that's basically them saying about how they would play to empty rooms all the time and just do what they do and then it, you know what I mean it means that 
it, it's it, they when they actually did get on stage and went over new audiences, if it was like five people, they'd win them over because they just did what they did every single show and didn't let how many people were there affect them. Yeah, um, I think it's hard as well. And do. It's so much easier playing to a, a lively room than like a dead room of like sales. Everyone's got their yeah, arms yeah, folded. Yeah. But like, I think the best thing to do is not fake it and start like, when there's five people in the room, start like sticking mics up your ass and doing mad shit. <laughs> it's just like, be real about it. And then, yeah, people yeah, like you, they like you. The practice, you know what I mean? Yeah. It comes with doing it all the time. Yeah, no, that's perfect. The support tours, I guess you take a lot from them, but the headline tour must have been, uh, that's different. That's like your own fans. That's people buying tickets to see you. Yeah, I know you didn't get much of it done, but you got bits of it. Uh, how did you find it? Well, um, it's good fun. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah that's true. It, that, the fun always makes it worth it. If it's like a crap gig, because always find a way to, like, yeah, just have a bit of a laugh after or whatever. But um, some gigs, because obviously we're still kind of in the early phases, you might say, that uh, the turnouts weren't obviously like packed to the rafters. But um, the gig which people like we did have a good uh, showing for, they were de definitely some of the best gigs we've done. Uh, especially like London was like, was it? Yeah, yeah sold out. Shows. Yeah, and it just, well, you know, shows like that, which everyone does come together and it's a bit mad, definitely make it all worth it. Sure. And even the Manchester show, the day after the London one, oh, sorry, my cat. Um, <laughs> yeah, even the Manchester one, that was like a packed room. And for our first like headline there, I was a bit blown away, to be honest, because I wasn't expecting that many people to show up. Um, yeah, so, even if, it wasn't the most like active crowd or whatever, but it was just... Well, no, it was loud. Yeah. It was very loud. Sometimes, sometimes I enjoy a bit of a like more subtle one because I kind of focus on my parts a bit more and get a bit carried away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. And then, then, the, then the, so we did three consecutive headlines: um, London, Manchester, and Glasgow. And the one in Glasgow was very strange because there was about five people there, and they were just going ballistic. Like it was so strange, and <laughs> like just going fucking mental, and, like yeah, it was, into each other. That was it. That was an odd gig because, like, we had all the only mics that were there were just the actual vocal mics, and then um, no, no drums were mic'd up, no amps were mic'd up, and it's in some like underground little, like you can barely see anything. Like where I was with the drums, you can't actually see see me in the corner. But um, yeah, and we played at like one o'clock in the morning or something. No, it was and, twelve. Yeah. We got on stage at twelve thirty, I think. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah. We were playing until one in the morning, but yeah, it was um, it was, was, it was a good night though. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many people show up. Doesn't matter how many people show up in Glasgow. They'll go yeah. mental. As long yeah. as there's at least one of them. Scott's <laughs> absolutely mad. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm going to bed that night. Come on, you go. They didn't come out on the night out in the bed. Oh, yeah. He, the Glasgow oh, we were there, up there with all our mates and like, it was a proper good night out after that. One to kind of remember. But, um, yeah. I'm too tired. Not very rock and roll, that is it. <laughs> That's one of the nights you've got to save yourself for in Glasgow. Yeah, well, yeah, it was the I end know, of a three, it was very the last heavy one. three days, like on the trot. So, like, we have, <laughs> I probably had like eight hours sleep in like three days. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's pretty awful. <laughs> the, coming back the next day was not fun. 
one of the more rough eight-hour journeys that I've ever had. When it, the tour is that good and you've had that much fun on the road, it must be more frustrating than when the All-Stars get cancelled. Yeah. 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 But this, as well, there's nothing to do about it. So there's no point getting like pissed off um, and mm. like getting hung up on it too much. It kind of, you know, we were chatting to our manager and he's quite a level-headed guy and he's just like, right, this has happened. What, what we're going to do about it? Kind of keep moving forward. Um, you know, just right, and that, that's it. Not think. I mean, when the gigs come back, very excited for that. But at the moment, we'll just be focusing on this. You know. Yeah, and like, I think everyone's in the same boat. Us whinging about we've had seven dates cancelled or whatever is shit compared. Is like nothing compared to um, like what some people have had cancelled. Like people that are going yeah. to like South by Southwest or like have big like albums to record. Or like people who play in Glastonbury and that's cancelled. Shit like yeah. That. And like, yeah, any of any of those major festivals with people, bands and artists who probably dreamed of playing just swept from underneath your feet. I'm going to ask you some questions now that I, uh, that I ask everyone that comes on the podcast. Uh, first of all, who out of the, uh, the SFANs is the most suited to the current situation of lockdown where we're inside for large chunks of the day doing nothing really? I'd Definitely say not guy. me. Yeah, I'd say guy. He just stays he likes and just, smokes all day. <laughs> likes a bit of weed, just chills out, plays his guitar, you know, sits in the garden. It's a very conclusive that one. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's okay. He's not easy. really. He's fine. Like, you know, he'll come out and have a laugh. Yeah, he's good at He's good at playing. Like, he does yeah. like just having his chill time and doing nothing, you know what I mean? Okay, this one's quite a big question, uh, and I'll get you to answer it individually as well. Um, you can be in lockdown just now, uh, Sharing a flat with anyone in the world, who are you picking? Well, I do share I think, a flat with my mum, so it might have to be her, but that's a boring answer. Um, yeah, not, that's not like, yeah, mum, no, I don't think. <laughs> anyone in the world, anyone in the world at all? Yeah, anyone you like. Oh, um, maybe like, I don't know, because I would well, say I'll, someone who's like, maybe Gordon Ramsay. Ooh, it would be a bit stressful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't think he's actually like that. He's definitely a, a, a front for being on TV, but he could cook you some good meals, you know what I mean? Keep you on yeah. a healthy diet. Yeah, to be fair. That's not a bad... I mean, like, it depends. Because you can name all these celebrities, but what they're really like behind closed doors, you have no idea. You wanted me to put you, didn't you? No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck right off. I couldn't think of anything worse. Um, maybe Doey Diaz. Just ask him stories for hours. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like we should probably way. pick someone more music related than TV related. Maybe. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not actually going to happen, so it's fine. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny we've had Gordon uh, Ramsay before. Uh, Have you? We've had him on both sides of the list, actually. Really? Uh, people saying it'd be really good to live with, obviously, like you said, you cook you a really good meal. And then on the other hand of that, there was someone that was like, he probably wouldn't cook you anything. He'd just make you cook and then slag it off. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's that. Just beans on toast, Gordon. Fuck off. <laughs> so on the flip side of that then, uh, who do you think would be the worst person in the world to be stuck in a flat with just now when you can't really get out much? Oscar. <laughs> complaining the whole day moaning just like oh. mate I'm pretty chilled I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> chilled I mean it's just your oh. fucking message that's probably all I'd ever go to you for 
Yeah, no. Watch no, out. Yeah. Ollie, do no, this dishwasher. No. You take like two hours to wake up. It's, it's annoying. It's grumpy, like, <laughs> fucking shut up. It's two in the <laughs> afternoon, Oscar. <laughs> no. The worst person. Wouldn't you say your brother, though? What? Nah, he's not the worst person in the world. I'd rather live with him than like a, some like Nigerian warlord or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, worst that's person. All right, let me. Nigerian give... warlords. Yeah, there's not a person called Nigerian warlord. You've got to give a name, <laughs> specific person. Um, let me think. Uh, maybe. What about, what about you, Joe? You flipped it on me. That's. Uh... I have, Hush. just to give me some time to think. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> well played, Oscar, well played. <laughs> give you a chance, and, a bit, and also give you an example, I guess. The uh, uh, person I would least like to be stuck in with, uh, do you know what, I don't have any time at all for Pierce Morgan. Oh, oh really? At, at all. That's um, a good one. Yeah, I don't agree with a lot of shit he said. But, um, yeah. I think we uh, just... He just annoyed me the whole time, so yeah. He's right, yeah, very up his own arse. He likes to be right. <laughs> um, all right, I, now, I can't now, think of anyone. Time, I don't know. Maybe like, maybe guy. The other yeah, man, actually, for the frying pan in the bus. Don't know. He's probably just yeah. He's probably gone beat me up a couple of times or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This uh, Jake Paul, you know that fucking annoying oh, YouTuber. Fuck, he yeah, really, yeah, definitely really him. gets under oh, my skin. Actually, how obnoxious he is. He's like slightly, just fucking that much over the line controversial. Oh, yeah, that he can be spited, but like also he's not. And it, I don't know, he gets away with a lot of shit. <laughs> but do you know who Jake Paul is, Joe? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I was, uh, I was in Blackpool actually when he fought KSI for the second time. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was watching it in a casino and uh, he, he was, he, or was that his brother? Was that his brother that fought? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was his brother that fought uh, KSI. So Jake bought, I fought um, somebody else that night as well on the undercard. And uh, yeah, neither of the Paul brothers I'm, I'm particularly fond of. So uh, nah, yeah. Looking ahead to. <laughs> When a normality of some description resumes, you'll have all these plans uh, that you're sort of uh, making just now, where you just sort of, as you said, uh, quantity over quality, and just see how many of them. So that's the, the plan: is it just wait till you can get back in a room together and see what works and what doesn't? Yeah, because I mean, it's it's all fine doing it on GarageBand, and it will sound a certain way, but it's not it's not really organic, and it's not really how a band should like put a song together. Um, yeah. and, you know, I don't know if it works in the room it's going to kind of work and even if it works in the room it doesn't always work so it's it's kind of like you know stab in the dark a little bit doing it the way we're doing it but it's yeah. literally the only way we can do it um, but I'll be interested to see what happens you know? yeah but that's why we're going for quantity and not like quality with it because it's like like you say we don't know what a sound gets. some things might sound like shit on garage band compared like not everything sounds like shit but even more shit on garage band yeah, and then yeah, we play yeah. them all together and then it'll be like oh that's actually pretty fucking sick but and then vice versa obviously something that might sound really good on garage band will sound shit when we actually all play it together but um you know like we said we're just looking forward to getting back in the room whatever room we can get into but we've got no like set practice space we have to find places to practice or 
yeah, so that's going to be an, an annoyance in itself. I've spoke to my grandma and she said, potentially we could practice in our garage, but there's no promises. Like, because right. the usual practice spaces we go to probably aren't even open. So that's another, another fucking hurdle to jump. But Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll just have to, yeah, we'll see what happens. Fingers so crossed. No, to answer your question, we haven't, I don't know. We, we don't know. Like, we're kind of just doing what we can at the moment and then we'll kind of cross these bridges when we come to them, I suppose. But, you know, we, we're pretty resourceful because we don't have always an ideal, like, practice situation anyway. Um, so we'll find a way. Yeah, I guess uh, it's difficult to plan for something that you don't know when it's going to end. Um, but it will end yeah, at some yeah, point yeah. and uh, you'll have uh, live shows again. And I guess, does this time uh, sort of build the excitement because there's no live shows? You're not even, you know, you can't go to them, never mind play them. Uh, uh, yeah. They must build the excitement for when it starts up again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like recently yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. thinking, like the thing I want to do most at the moment is just get back on the road for sure because... Like, obviously, you're going everywhere on tour and then sitting inside. I'm more of an adventurer than a, than, you know, sit inside and do nothing, that's for sure. I don't like that even when we're not like, in lockdown. I always like to be out doing something. So, yeah. I mean, I've been watching old videos of, like, just bands playing live and also of our gigs kind of reminiscing a bit. So, yeah, I'm missing it for sure. And I think yeah, everyone well, is, like, when I go through my phone and see like a load of like stupid videos from tour, they're the things that make me think about want to be back out there. Yeah, the most. that's what's nice about having like a a little, you know, infinite little box with a camera on it. You carry around with you at all times. Is like you can capture everything, and like not a lot is forgotten. Like on tour and you know just anywhere. So it's nice to look back at that sort of those memories and that. Fantastic. Moment, we're not really making memories, are we? We just yeah, step inside. Yeah, exactly. No, fantastic. Thank you very much for uh, for coming on to join me today, guys. Um, before I let you go, no uh, one question, another question that I do with everyone is, uh, so you've been told to like, wash your hands for 20 seconds uh, to sort of make sure we're as clean as we can be. And uh, there's some artists putting songs uh, on on uh, social media and stuff that were 20 seconds. Uh, like I saw a video of Brandon Flowers washing his hands to the chorus of Mr. Brightside and someone else did okay. Happy Birthday, for example. <laughs> And uh, if, you can, if you can put any 20 seconds of a song in as a recommendation for people washing their hands, what 20 seconds and what song? Ah, oh, Copacabana Chorus. Nice. The Copa Soap at the Cabana Hot Water. Music. Yeah, just sight singing it wrong, but definitely that one. Gets the hits <laughs> going, mine would be the feet moving. One, one of my favourite songs in the, at the moment, Dancing in the Moonlight. That's a good one. <laughs> Catchy. You can kind of move your hips whilst you're doing it. A year six uh, disco banger. Exactly. <laughs> That's perfect. That's quite good. Uh, two upbeat songs as well. Keep you yeah, yeah. nice and happy during the tough times. Exactly. Because we'd normally just be uh, uh, reptilia, the strokes, you know, that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you very much uh, for coming on and joining me and uh, best of luck no for, for whatever it's happens eventually. Thank you. You too. All Good right. Yeah. Thank you very much look for having forward. us. No, yeah. not at all. We look forward Speak to, to hearing it back. And See you <laughs> on your birthday. Cheers, mate. Yeah, Bye. cheers. So there you have it. Thank you very much to Ollie and Oscar from the Estevans for doing that. As I said beforehand, that is one of the funniest episodes we've done. I really enjoyed recording that. 
I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you to everyone that supported the podcast so far. I've really enjoyed putting out the episodes and I hope that there's some of you out there that have listened to all of them and are enjoying them as much as me. If you are new to the podcast and you would like to keep up to date with it, you can follow us if you're listening to us on Spotify or you can uh, keep an eye on our social medias. We are at Isolated Incidents UK on Facebook and Instagram and at Isolated Pod on Twitter. There will be more episodes out very soon, as I said, so do keep an eye on those social medias. But for now, follow that government advice as much as you can. Stay two metres away from people when you are outside if you can. Make sure you're washing your hands as much as you can. And most importantly, stay safe.